One in eight Christians worldwide experience persecution. That's about 260 million people. And persecution globally is growing. In its 2020 World Watch List report, Open Doors says persecution increased 6% last year. Nearly 3,000 Christians were killed for their faith in 2019. Well, joining us with more from Washington, D.C., is the president of Open Doors USA, David Curry. David, I've got to ask you about China because it jumped on the Open Doors list from 43 last year to 23 this year. That's a huge jump, but I've, I've got to admit that some of us who follow this regularly expected China to be even higher on your list. Tell us about that and what is happening in China. Well, what's so scary about the persecution of Christians in China is that China is building what I think is a blueprint, a roadmap of persecution for other regimes around the world. And they're doing it with surveillance, with a social score that, that measures Christian behavior, attending church, taking your kids to Sunday school as a negative thing. And they're taking that social score and melding it with surveillance, not just on the street to protect the citizens, but an invasive surveillance inside the churches. And they're shutting down house churches that won't comply and others as well, arresting pastors that won't play along with their surveillance system. I think this could be the roadmap for persecution for other regimes because Iran and others want to buy this technology and China seems willing to sell it. Now, President Trump just signed the phase one trade deal with China. He says he hopes to visit there soon. What should President Trump say to President Xi about the way that China treats Christians and other faith groups, and should there be linkage in trade talks? Well, I certainly believe this needs to be a point of discussion. Progress on the economic front, these kinds of trade deals can be a very positive thing, obviously. But phase two and other phases of any trade deal need to understand that you cannot deal with a country like China unless you have some assurance that human rights and the rule of law are significant to them in the same way that they're significant to us. Doing business with people, uh, you know, doing business with partner or friend countries, we can't allow them to violate human rights, this first right of freedom of conscience, to decide for yourself what you believe and to practice your faith in, in your own way. Tell us more then, David, about the 2020 watch list. Which countries are you most concerned about? Well, obviously, North Korea is a country of great concern, number one for 18 years in a row, total control of the government. We need to have some more transparency from them in these nuclear talks about how their human rights system tends to, uh, you know, is, is going to improve. Some uh, maybe availability of the Red Cross and others in the State Department to visit the labor camps. There are 60 thousand Christians in labor camps for owning a Bible, and many of them die there. We need to get some insight on that before we, you know, move on to, to, to other discussions. That's a point of interest. Iran, of course, everybody's thinking about it. There's a story of Christians in Iran. It's number nine on this year's World Watch List. So many Christians, a strong house church movement, but they're under tremendous pressure. Iran and the regime there is trying to crush Christianity, and we need to let our voice be heard that we know our family members there, brothers and sisters in Christ, are, are suffering, and we care, and, and we're praying for them. And at number two and three and four, Afghanistan, Somalia, Libya, all Muslim countries, where it is life-threatening, like North Korea, to be a Christian. Tell us about those countries. 
Well, you can't look at the world watch list without understanding the trend of Islamic extremism. You have failed states, essentially Somalia and Libya, where these tribal factions and extremist groups are able to do what they want to do. If you're in Somalia and you're you know, suspected of being a Christian, let alone actually being a Christian, you will be executed uh, in short order. You're not given a trial, nothing like that. So these are very dangerous places. And we need to understand and try to address with m other Muslim groups how we're going to deal with this spread of Islamic extremism. It's not slowing down. It's a major driver of persecution of Christians. And until that's addressed from the moderate Muslim community and others in, in free governments, it's going to continue to build. Nigeria? Pakistan. Those are also Muslim countries. Yeah. Tell us about that. Absolutely. Well, Nigeria is one to watch because it mimics ISIS in many ways. You have Boko Haram, which is a partner with Al-Qaeda and ISIS, and they don't recognize borders. They want to set up a caliphate in Cameroon, Chad, Niger, and now in Burkina Faso. So you're, they, they're looking to spread out from northern Nigeria. I think this is going to be one of those areas that could very easily tip into chaos because you have weak governments that are not protecting these soft targets of churches. So many people killed in Burkina Faso, Nigeria, these other areas by these extremist groups. We've got to pay attention to it. And how about Pakistan? Uh, we didn't see any churches actually bombed, I guess, in 2019, uh, but still persecution's an issue there, is it not? Oh, it, it really is. They let Asya Bibi go this year. That gives me some glimmer of hope that some people there in the country understand the very negative force of blasphemy laws, which is a vigilante justice. Anybody can accuse a Christian of blasphemy and they could get the death sentence. So those things are going to have to be addressed within Pakistan. But there is a, a, a longstanding church that, that loves Jesus and uh, their dear people, and I pray for their safety regularly. And finally, David, what are you wanting our viewers to do to make a difference around the world? Well, I think more and more Christians are beginning to understand that this is not episodic. It's not just what you see occasionally on the headline news, that people are being persecuted for their faith on a daily basis. We have to rally to the, the, the support of our brothers and sisters in Christ. It's biblical, and we need people to pray. Okay, David Curry of Open Doors USA a very significant report on Christian persecution, and it's used by believers and others worldwide uh, to understand what's happening, to encourage people to pray. Thank you, David, for those insights. Thank you.